0: XY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive hopeless romantic who is born to entertain.
2: I shouldn't even be talking about this right now. Part of the family would be pissed. They would not be happy that I'm disclosing any of this. Freezy,
0: a kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention.
3: I'm actually very busy. I have to go eat French onion soup, and I mean, I can't even divulge everything I have to do. I'm so busy.
0: The number one hit music station, 98PXY.
2: Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Welcome to the show. Hello. Um, You know, I got a call yesterday from my buddy on the West Coast, and he was a little, I don't know, for lack of a better word, shaken up, I guess you could say. Okay. He shared with me that um, him and his wife caught their 16-year-old daughter, their teen daughter, eating Kleenex. Okay. And I was like, what? And, you know, as, as surprised as I was... I've heard of it before. Really? Yeah. This is secretly, it's a known trend for years. People, especially in the entertainment industry, especially models, um, have done it. I took an improv class for a couple of years with a very close friend of mine. She got into modeling. Her parents threw her in the biz at 16 years of age. And at 16, that's when it kind of went into a down downhill spiral of her really judging her body. And how she looked. Right. And then outside influences of saying, you know, you gotta lose weight, you gotta do this, you gotta look this way. Do you even
3: care about your career? She spiraled. Yeah. yeah. And
2: so at eighteen she started eating Kleenex. Destroyed her insides, Breeze.
3: That's that's absolutely positively terrifying. Yeah. That's that's horrific.
2: Yeah. And uh she now, I mean, she mentors women now, especially younger adults. Uh-huh. How to have a healthy body. How to love themselves. Have a good
3: relationship with your body. Yeah.
2: Good relationship with your body, but it's disturbing. It is. And it happens constantly. could happen to anyone, whether in the entertainment field or not. There's always a trend. There's always somebody that just doesn't like how they look when they look in the mirror. Right. So, so they how does ball this, up tissue yeah, paper. Yeah, how does and this work
3: specifically? It. Well, like, it's
2: supposed to fill them up, so it, they lose their appetite. And so instead of eating actual food... But does tissue dissolve? Well, that's the thing. That's why it can destroy your stomach because, right. no, your body isn't digesting really clean. Yeah. You right. Know? I mean, as a parent, what do you do in this situation except uh, the only thing I can think of is really talking to your kids. Yeah. And having a serious conversation with them. It took For my friend, it took her parents three years before they even knew that that was happening because she finally broke down and told them this is what's going on. Right. Uh, because she didn't want to be a model anymore she didn't want to be in that business or her it just ruined her
3: I get that I get that um wow okay so this is this is a hard this is a hard topic to talk about um especially if you're a parent I'm not a parent but I have I have dealt with a ton of of eating disorder issues I, yeah. I still deal with eating disorder issues mm-hmm. body image issues um. I've been open and honest and candid about it here on the show, but in case you missed it, um, I, in high school, was bulimic, Um, and then in college, I was anorexic, and I had a very severe exercise addiction. I was working out like six hours a day, eating like salad and ice. In 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 high school? In college. In college? In college. Um, I mean, granted, I did lose a ton of weight, but in a very unhealthy way. And then, a couple of years back, I started binge eating, so I had a pretty severe binge eating addiction. So I've had the run of the gamut of every eating disorder in the book, and that's very common with people with eating disorders. They mm-hmm. kind of bounce around, um, and it was up until, oh gosh, a year, two and a half, two, a year and a half to two years ago, I I really had a downward a downward spiral. I was depressed. I was anxious, I was unwell and I had a very unhealthy relationship with with food and myself. And I, the relationship I was in was unhealthy. And it, it was a really it was a brutal, brutal wake up call. And I really hit rock bottom.
0: Yeah.
3: Um and I I came forward with it on the air and I had never admitted it to really any any of that mass amount of people. My parents didn't even know. That know was the I mean? first
2: time you opened up about it. It yeah. was live on the air. Yeah, I
3: mean like really close people to me, like my best friend knew some of my ex-girlfriends knew, but like i had never really talked about it before openly like that um and i've been in treatment for a year and a half now and i'm in such a better place but it, it really it's disturbing to hear stories like that of of your friend i know who, I was shocked. who walked in on his his young daughter teenage daughter eating eating tissues and kleenex because they they struggle with body image issues or because that's what society is telling them to do. They need to be thin, to be beautiful. That's just that's just simply not the case. Um, for me personally.
2: And that's why I think a part of me too is really against. And I've had conversations with parents about, listen, anyone's going to have. You don't, like I said, you don't have to be in entertainment to have body image right. issues. But if you're going to get your 16-year-old son or daughter into that type of world. Yeah. You better really have an understanding of how the business works before you throw them into that world.
3: A, it, has a, it boils down to mental health. You know what I mean? If your mental health isn't up to par, your physical health is going to be up to par, you're, you're going to deal with a lot of creeping thoughts and, and anxieties. But for me, like yes, I, I'm not a parent, and I know that. But I, I do want to be the voice for young girls who deal with body image issues. And deal with the, the the societal pressures and the peer pressure of looking a certain way or fitting yeah. into a certain size or weighing a certain number. Like it feels like when you're that age, when you're a teenager, when you're a preteen, even in college, even even adults now still struggle with body image issues. It's a long, long road, um, and it's it's a very it's not linear. It's never going to be linear, but. It's a very rewarding process once you finally get a handle on it. And it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, it took me years, years. I still it's still how struggle do, with it.
2: Well, how did you know personally that you had a problem?
3: Um, The the shame and the guilt and the hiding of it really was like a wake-up call. Like, why can't I talk about this with anyone? Why am I so shameful of it? Oh, because I'm hiding it. Because I'm you know, doing it in secret. Because I don't want anyone to know about it.
2: And when you you told your parents for the first time, what was their reaction?
3: What they found out on the
2: air. What was their reaction though? When, when, uh, you, when mom, you met in person,
3: my mom was uh, very upset. You know what I mean? Like my mom was like she felt like a bad mother for not knowing, and mm. it's it's not it doesn't come down to that. It it's it's really an internal, personal thing, and I I understand where she was coming from in the sense of like. How did I not know that about my own daughter? How did I not know my own daughter was struggling? It's like I didn't even really know I was struggling at the time. I couldn't identify it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad we're talking about this now because I don't know if you know this, Moose, but um, at the last week of February is um, Eating Disorder Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that we spend some time this month and specifically the end of the month talking about this and just making people feel less alone. I don't care what age you are, whether you're listening as a teenager, where you're whether you're listening as a fifty five year old. I'm in a therapy a group therapy now, specifically for eating disorders, hoined in niche to, to binge eating. And I have I have people of all ages in that group and Yeah. You know, if you are struggling, reach out for help. I'm here to talk. Moose is here to talk, or just talk to, to someone
2: you you love and trust. Well, where do, Where do you go, though? I mean, what services are there in Rochester? So there's Rochester? a ton of
3: there's a ton of services in Rochester. Um, I'll be open and honest. I go to um, the Rochester Eating Disorder Organization. It's short for uh, Redo. It's called yeah. Redo, and they have a ton of different um, organizations and programs. And in-person therapy, online therapy that you can go to, bulimia, anorexia, binge eating, and everything in between. So if you're struggling and you need help, there is help available for you. And it's right here in Rochester. So um, that's a very heartbreaking and hard
2: story to hear about your your Um, buddy's daughter. Daughter, him and his wife. And I wasn't going to be the one to try and give advice on something I have no clue on how to handle. I'm like, listen, just call me and... Let me know how you handle this. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm would love to know yeah. as a parent because she's 16. You know, yeah, the
3: pressures of that is a lot. And parents listening right now, I mean, just check in with your kids. Check in with them. Make sure they're okay. And they may tell you, they may not. But I mean, just letting them know that you're there for them without judgment is super important. So,
2: yeah, I'm sure you were very relieved on how your parents handled it. Yes, when the, you. Went on the air with it, you know what I mean. And yes. you know, me and Breezer are all about having right. fun and having a good time on the show. But you know, I mean, these we are real things. These things. We yeah. go through stuff. Be you know, behind, behind closed doors. Yeah. You know, when we walk out of here too, we're all human, right. um and it just it affects people. You and know? I
3: hope it. I hope if it, if me sharing my story, anything resonates with one person, or helps one
2: person. Like that's all I really care about. Yeah. To be you, honest, you've been given a huge platform. Right to be able to talk about these type of things and right, you know, well, you got to use it
3: and don't be shameful of your of your eating disorder. Like, I mean, it's something that makes you you and makes you who you are, and it's a unique thing about you that it's a struggle that you're going to conquer and get through on the other side. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if there's anyone out there listening, you can always hit us up two five two nine eight hundred on the text or uh, on the phone line if you need any info. I'm sure breezy. So happy to, give 100%. That to you. one hundred percent.
3: And I'm against your breezy on air. Always plug,
2: always we'll, plug. We'll be right back. It's BXY. Got something to say? Call or text motion breezy now.
0: 585 252 9800. The number one
2: hit music station 98 PXY. Happy Friday. I don't know about you, but I am not a fan of crapping where I eat. You picking up what I'm throwing down? Are you catching my drift? Are you? Flying my kite? Are you riding my bike? Okay.
3: Yep. We got it. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Dating
2: people you work with and then having that go south? Now what do you do? You have to continue to put yourself in that awkward position of seeing that person every single day at the place you spend all of your time.
3: Haven't we all been there? You haven't been there? You've never been in this situation? Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking.
2: Well, listen. I know idiots who have married their coworkers. I won't mention any names. Mike Danger. But (laughs) I feel like... (laughs) My old coworker started dating the HR woman. This is at a company I used to work with. Stop it. West Coast. Because I dated her for a month. And You're a classic. <laughs> she cornered people, man. She did. But here's the story. In like a in like a aggressive dating way? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I said don't do it, man. I said don't do it. She's trouble. You know, and I'm a newbie on the West Coast. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm working at this fundraising place, making fundraising calls from 8 a.m. to like 7 p.m. at night. We call this place the Shawshank Redemption because everybody yes, was, trying yes, was trying to get out. Everyone's trying to get out. He starts dating the HR girl. Yeah. He goes, Classic. I don't. He calls me up. He's like, Moose, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, I don't know why you started. So he broke it off with her, and what does she do? Starts messing with his paycheck. Starts messing with his direct deposit.
0: Oh, no. Every Friday.
2: Every Friday's payday, and every Friday he's short overtime, he's short his bonuses. Stop it. He's short compensation. It goes so bad, he finally says, you know what? Screw it. I'm out. Left the company. Gotta go. This is why you don't date or hook up with people you work with. Have you dated in the workplace? How did that work out for you? Let us know. So... uh...
3: This is so classic. Me personally, I got my ex-girlfriend a job at the restaurant that I worked at. Yeah. This was in college. It was out in Syracuse. And I was like, oh, we'll work together. It'll be so fun.
2: Yeah. It wasn't so fun when we broke up. No, it's not so fun if you bring your dirty laundry to work and you have to deal with it there. Who would want that? People aren't thinking about that, though. They're not thinking about long term or how this is gonna affect their day to day. Right. They're just thinking, wow.
3: It's so crazy. Let me crazy. hit it and not
2: quit it for a while. It's
3: can't quit quit can't quit them, can't quit my job, all of the above. It's so crazy, specifically in our office, not to put everyone on blast, but here I go putting everyone on blast. We have three married couples within our company and then one divorced couple. Two divorced couples that work here together. Still day-to-day work in this building. I mean, granted, they never really run into each other. Yeah. But at the same time, that must be hard. They have to email each other. They have to communicate with each other. It's terrible. It's terrible. Especially if it was a messy, messy, messy divorce or messy separation. It's terrifying. We're getting some texts right
2: now. Read them. I'd love to hear what they say.
3: That people are, are absolutely losing their minds. I worked with an ex who I got the job, by the way.
2: They tried got-
3: to get me fired.
2: Oh, they. this individual got them the job, and then this and Then they broke up. Got it. Yep.
3: They tried to get me fired. They were framing me for things I didn't do, making it seem like I was eating the food in the cooler, and I wasn't. It was them, but they blamed it on me, and we had to sit down and have a meeting HR. Just the two of us and our HR person. <whistles> Yikers. That's a bummer. You hate to see that. You hate to see that so much. Um, Jesse from Fairport in. I worked with an ex. I will never do it again. We constantly were hooking up, and I was cheating on the person I was with because it was a constant reminder to see them every single day.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so not going get... to say that. See, this is what I'm I talking about. I haven't done that, too. You can't crap where you eat because it doesn't taste good.
3: You go and see your ex and like, oh, I hate that person. I hate that person. I hate that person. But with you saying that in your head over and over and over again constantly, it builds up this like said sexual ten- tension, this angry, angry sexual tension. And then you just you just make out. I think we've all
2: been there. Yeah. And it was so important, especially when I came from, you know, out in the West Side and I was in entertainment. It's it's you got to be careful out there. You just you never don't even know. want to hug someone at that point. You know, right. with the Me Too movement and everything that was going on. Right. I, you just I, never know. I would walk on set, people try and come up and give you a hug. No, no. You put your hand out. You shake my hand and that's yeah. it. Otherwise, don't touch me. Don't you have one of those like touch hit, me.
3: Hands on a stick. You're like shaking people's hands yeah. from six feet away.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a it can be a very messy situation. Um and someone eventually has to leave, right? You can't work with your ex forever. No, I mean, so I'm much. too stubborn to leave, so I would stay, but... I know you would. I would definitely stay. It's crazy. It's the nuttiest thing to ever happen. And when it starts affecting your bag and your paycheck, that's when things, you gotta take a turn. You gotta reevaluate and be like, is this really worth it for me? Me hooking up with Johnny from 2019? Is this really worth it for me?
2: No. It's not. Not at
3: all. I don't know.
2: Crazy. My buddy Chris in high school started hooking up with the girl he worked with at Taco Bell, and then he got Employee of the Month. Was she in management? No, no. She's just making the quesadillas. Sure. Yep. Sure. Just making the quesadillas.
3: We love a nice, a nice mucho grande or whatever they're called. So can, can, just, can I just, can
2: I just, you know, full transparency here for a second? Yeah. I've been waiting to go to the bathroom since seven thirty. Oh, we got to end this break. Sure. I, I gotta go. Absolutely. Like I can't do this any longer. This is painful. <laughs> The Odyssey app.
0: Wherever you go. Listen to and favorite 98PXY plus hundreds of exclusive stations like Pop New Arrivals. New songs from the artists you love and artists you haven't even met yet. Search Pop New Arrivals on the Odyssey app to listen.
2: It's 98PXY, the number one music station. What's up, what's up? You got PXY Mornings with me, Moose, and Brazy Breeze. Happy Friday. Hello! You know what today is? It's our one-month anniversary. (laughs) Anniversary. I'm feeling good today, though, and I hope you are, too. It's been, man, four weeks flew by. I know. There's a lot we did. There's a lot of things that were said. A lot of laughs were had. A lot of tears were shed. A lot of
3: um, questioning what life is altogether.
2: Tears from you. I haven't cried once. Oh, Uh, I cry every day. So I took it upon myself yesterday to put together and Compile a montage of some of our funniest Moments and I'm sure I didn't Find everything in there But these no, we're are moments-
3: too funny to find everything
2: No these are moments that made You guys smile Hopefully you know hopefully made you Smile I know they did for us and I was Like yeah. you know I, I felt like this was a great Opportunity to just kind of put something Nice together and breeze I honor The friendship that we've made in such a short amount Of time I know uh, it's great to come in Here and laugh every day so no it's but- iconic it's great. It's here is um, our one month together. Today is how many shows? Today is our 22nd show. 22nd show. And here's some of the moments from our one month being here. I'll tell you one thing right now. You give me a woman in compression socks with a pair of sketchers, game over.
3: If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it full out. Like, I'm going to do it full out. I'm not going to just like... Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> moosey, moosey, what can I say? I am so, so
4: sorry. I missed your big day. We're glad you made your way back to the rock all those miles because our little girl now has lots of smiles. My
2: (laughs) goodness, did my pants get tighter? that thank you so much. (laughs) I went on a date Saturday night. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And I just like, after we kissed, as soon as it was done, I was like, you have really nice gums. (laughs) There I said it, anything goes today. Just clear the air. Let's do it. Okay.
3: I only shave the frontal facing portion of my legs. If I can't see it or get oh. to it, it's it's none of my business. There, I said it. I don't care. Oh my god. What is that it's even too look much like? Sashwatch in the back? Smoothie in the front?
2: Yikers. Yes. <laughs> Tell us your stripper name. You go first. My exotic t- slash stripper name is Snicky Kirkstone. Ha ha ha. Breezy's exotic stripper. Goldie Cheshire to the stage. Goldie! <laughs> <laughs> this
3: is so sweet.
2: I love how desired you are.
3: I'm just saying, like, don't settle. I've settled way too many times in the past, and, like, I'm just, like, not on that wave right now.
2: Get the hell out of my apartment. Hey, Sergio? Get the f*** out of my apartment. <laughs> you such a fraud. I'm so happy to give you advice because I'll be the first to tell you it's not...
3: So not easy that he didn't do it. Me being me, I went to the medicine shop and I got a neck brace. (laughs) And I started posting pictures everywhere.
2: She can't name all the surgeries she's had done. Some liposuction. She got six ribs removed. Make it look like she had a very tiny waist. Dude, not for nothing. Pixie looks like she can hang glide a Dorito. (laughs) Uh, What can I say? Sometimes being this good looking is a curse.
3: Shut (laughs) up.
0: Weekdays on the number one hip
2: music station, ninety-eight BXY. That took no, like... I'm, no, I'm obsessed with you. That took like seven <laughs> hours to make. I'm never doing that again. You have to. I listen.
3: I get it. I've done montages in the past too, and that is a lot
2: of work. Two minutes was the equivalent of of seven hours. You know, ultimately, one of the reasons we love coming in here every single morning is because of. You know, putting on a show for you guys And the feedback that we've gotten the last month Has been really a blessing It's been phenomenal it kind
3: of overwhelming, if I'm being completely honest
2: Yeah, so I will be the first to tip my hat And say a huge thank you And a huge thank you to you, Breezy um, For the phone call And convincing me to come back here uh, It was a I felt it was a long stretch, you know, like eh, I don't know, but you know what The best decision I've made in a very long time Yay very yeah. excited to be home i'm very excited to be doing this show with you every day i
3: know i love you so much our first date over the summer
2: um we had calzones
3: <laughs> we, sh- we were sharing a calzone like lady of the tramp you know what i mean outside of Shadows on park Ave, and it's just here we are now i was five Malibu diets deep and i was like come back to rochester he's like you're weird um but here we are and like i'm obsessed with you and I just every text message, every Facebook message it, every interaction that we have with listeners, nothing but positive, positive feedback. And you guys are laughing. We're smiling. It's it's just
1: I love it.
2: You're so lucky to have me.
3: <laughs> okay. You are so lucky to have
2: me. You can hit me and Breezy up on our Instagram at ninety eight pxy Rochester. And um you know, a lot of good stuff going up on there, but just a quick tribute. We, we were looking back yesterday and we're like, holy crap, has it been one month? Danger yeah. came into the studio on our first show. It looked like there was a car accident. He's like, are you guys okay? Like, uh, I don't know. We'll get I... back to you on that one. <laughs> we had no idea. We had no idea what we were doing, but so far so good. And We still um,
3: don't really know, but we're getting better, and every day is a new opportunity to make you laugh, to make our listeners happy and just have a good ass time
2: yeah not to mention I mean there's a lot of people in this business who do not have cool management under them no and the or they just hate, here, or just like hate their co-hosts like Mike danger let me tell you I met that guy when I was 18 years old years yeah. and years ago and that dude has always had his his people on you know best interest at art one hundred percent. He's always got their back, and he's always going out of their, his way to make them better. You know. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. He knew hilarious. what he was doing with you. It's absolutely hilarious. I don't know that what he we're... was doing with me, but. No, nah, he saw something that most of us don't see. Yeah. I just think it's absolutely hilarious that we're having this conversation like four weeks in. <laughs> it's like. What? Come back to us in four years. So we'll be disheveled, unhinged, truly. Absolutely. Uh, much love. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, it's me, Julia, your at work bestie on 98pxY. Each weekday, just after 2 30, I share my life hack of the day. I- promise it'll make your life a little easier. The Julia Show on the number one hit music station, 98PXY. Why?
2: Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and
4: visit